Hello, everyone, and welcome to You've Got a Minute. I'm Eli. I'm Cheyenne. You're really far away from the mic. Welcome, everyone, to You've Got a Minute, the podcast where we, Eli, and Cheyenne, watch You've Got Mail minute by minute, over and over. Well, peek behind the curtains. We watch each of these minutes more than once. It's a lot. But we do it for you, because we're going to recap and review the entire movie. Right now, we're in minute 13. Mm-hmm. Minute 13, going on 14. Going on 14, and this finally closes out our visit to the shop around the corner, Kathleen's Bookstore, where we meet all of her fun staff. So far, we've met Kathleen, and we've met Christina. We've and... met George, and now we are meeting Bertie, our God Among Us. Gene Stapleton. Gene Stapleton. R.I.P. R.I.P. Gene Stapleton. Gone too soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the last minute, George had just walked in. And in this minute, Christina kind of teasingly says, are you online? <laughs> That's a very good impression. I'm going to do a side by side in the edit. <laughs> and I was like, that was Eli. That wasn't Heather Burns. I know you all may be surprised. I've seen this movie a lot. Uh, George makes a very sort of Reddit-sounding comment. Where oh, he, yeah, he's definitely an incel. The way he says woman makes me feel like he would today be calling them females. <laughs> what does he say? He says, Well, as far as I'm concerned, the internet is just another way of being rejected by women. <laughs> woman. And before they have a chance to react to this, the door opens. Uh, Gene Stapleton's birdie comes in. Birdie is just Gene Stapleton at her birdiest. Yeah. She's just kind of like this happy, funny, weird dingbat kind of thing. But she walks in. She knows that the ladies are up to something. She Mm -hmm. says, what are you two talking about? (laughs) To which Kathleen's trying to be hush-hush, but Christina just comes out and says, cyber sex. (laughs) Birdie is... For a bird, unflappable. She hears this. Oh, Eli! There's no other way to say it. She's unflapped. She uh, she hears this. She's unflapped, but she clearly on the internet has fapped. Oh my god. She says, I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept getting a busy signal. I know. And then she just wanders off while Kathleen makes like the most shocked face possible, like big eyed emoji kind of thing. She knows that she needs a t-shirt that says that. We're on merch Item number this is three all you quotables. can think about, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kathleen is trying to be subtle, like you said. Uh, but in this moment, Bertie and Christina are both clearly ahead of the curve because they're both like casually talking about their cyber sex experiences while Kathleen's like, that's not really what we're talking about here. No, she's simultaneously embarrassed, but also just kind of prudish. So she's like, I mean, I'm happy that they seem to be doing the same things that I literally hide around my own apartment to do. Well, and she doesn't even do them. She just like dances around that issue and writes lovey-dovey emails while everyone else, she's a middle schooler and everyone else is in high school is basically what this comes across as that is a great comparison uh if you watch the movie when you watch the scene you're gonna be compelled to watch the people who are speaking which makes sense but once again 
during that conversation, just watch Kathleen's reactions to everyone else. They are the best. I think for the majority of the scene, the facial expressions are acting. And then I think once Meg Ryan is listening to Jean Stapleton talk about fucking online, she's just laughing. Yeah, well, and there are actually, there's a precedent for that. We know that there are a few moments where her reactions are genuine because we've we've uh, heard some behind the scenes stuff about that. Uh, This pretty much wraps up the shop around the corner moment with Birdie saying it's time to open up and Kathleen opens the door for two little girls, Jessica and Maya, who come in and... So sweet. They're clearly regulars. Yeah, because she's... Say hi, Kathleen. Yep. She says, Jessica and Maya, how are you? So she knows everyone by name. Mm -hmm. That's what's so great about the shop around the corner is she knows all of these people by name. She knows the kids. She knows all about the books. It's wonderful. Yeah, it sets up from the beginning what will so diametrically be opposed to the experience you get at Fox Books. Yeah, and we're going to see that right now because we get a lovely little musical cue as we fade across to uh, Joe Fox, his father Nelson Fox, and his father, his grandfather Skylar Fox. Uh, Skylar Fox, played by John Randolph, Nelson Fox, uh, that's Joe Fox's dad, played by Dabney Coleman, and then Joe Fox himself, Tom Hanks. They're all in the, like, high-rise office building of Fox Books, Mm -hmm. and Joe's updating them on the conversation he just had with Kevin about how, you know, everything's pretty much on schedule, but we're a little bit concerned about the neighborhood response, and then he wants to know about, uh, Nelson's couch, which is actually not surprising, because maybe the couch doesn't look like a standout in the scene, but if your eyes are on the television, the teapot that Dabney Coleman is holding is bigger than a human head. We're going to see a lot of eccentricities on display, and we're going to learn a lot about the richness of the characters. The literal richness. The literal richness. Joe asks what the couch is made of. Nelson says, money, and Joe says, ah, Jillian picked it out. To which Skylar, ignoring the whole couch discussion, says, your father's getting married again. You can tell that, like, he's not happy about it. And so he's taking control. He's telling his grandson that, you know, that his father is getting married instead of letting Nelson tell Joe. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's so much information packed into this. Like, we have just now learned this is not only a family business that Joe Fox is running, Mm -hmm. but all of the patriarchs Mm -hmm. run this business together still. Up until a man who looks like he's in his 80s. Like, this is a long-standing family business that has generated generations worth of wealth. Yeah, we said RIP to Gene Stapleton, but I think we also need to say it to John Randolph and Dabney Coleman as well, I'm pretty sure. I mean, if John Randolph is alive... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Dabney Coleman has also passed. Uh, Let me verify that. Still alive and born in Austin, Texas, Dabney. Dabney Coleman, a Texas man. Uh, Anyway, where were we? We were talking about the family-run business. I think what's so important to point out here is that Nora Ephron takes the time to give her characters meaning and background by making their families part of the film. And that'll be different Mm -hmm. for Joe versus Kathleen, but it's very clear how important their relationships with their parents are, not necessarily because of closeness, but just how it's built their characters and their romantic relationships with other people. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I've not spent a lot of time thinking about the fact that, and we will learn this later, uh, both of their parents were, you know, they they went into the same business that their parents did. Mm -hmm. Joe's 
family are all still around. Kathleen is completely alone. Like there's, again, they're really trying to sort of like show the ways that these characters are similar but also different and it's really interesting it's insane how much they bond online without having these details like if they knew this about each other yeah yeah it makes you wonder what they do know that early on uh it's curious i guess we'll have to dig here's the thing though it's probably there the more i watch this the more i realize how much stuff is like implied Mm -hmm. so you know the more we watch it maybe we'll discover uh more about what they've talked about to each other i think back to what you were saying about the couch though uh we pretty quickly learned that joe's dad is a a serial we yeah he's gonna we're gonna learn he's a serial monogamist and that his current fiance uh is quite the interior decorator yeah she's a little bit tacky hence the couch hence the teapot hence a lot of things we're gonna see in the next minute of you've got mail uh minute 14 going into minute 15 when we will be uh listening in on this conversation between the fox men as they talk about their business and their love lives and all sorts of exciting things it's gonna be good i'm excited for the next minute yeah this is a a great minute it's it's another sort of parallel to what we just got in the bookstore uh just getting to know all the people surrounding them and how weird and quirky they all are yep can't wait until next time until next time thank Thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. That's it. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. Email received.